0: So I'm going to go over five ways to improve your website speed, which, as a result, will improve your revenues. You see, websites should be under three seconds. Now, if you look at the big e-commerce giant Amazon, they're always pushing for faster website speed. And half of visitors are lost on website speed alone. So just think about that. Half of the people coming to your website will go somewhere else. They'll disappear. They'll close the window. They'll go and Google something else. They'll browse something else. So what does that tell you? Well, that tells you that your page load should be incredible, okay? Because if you have a website, you're perhaps selling something, whether it's readership or products or whatnot, you're, you're, you're trying to get something out of the visitor that's coming to your website. That should be your end goal. I mean, that's the whole point of marketing is to to get some sort of behavior or action out of your customer when you kind of break it all down to the brass tacks of everything. So you have to look at your visitors and say, okay, are they getting a very fast load time? Now for me, I, I was obsessed with this. I was paid to handle this for a marketing company, I, I was literally paid to just improve the website speed because we realized that we were losing business due to the fact that the website was slow. So I literally spent months just optimizing and improving little different things just to make the website faster. So let's go over five different ways to improve your website speed and as a result, your revenues, the most important thing. Now, for me, on my personal website, I use the Astra theme. I'm not affiliated with anything that I'm mentioning here because, well, it's a free theme, doesn't cost anything, but what I determined, so I did a bunch of research, and I wanted the fastest website theme. Now, I'm using WordPress. I'm obsessed with WordPress. I've used it for over 10 years. But WordPress has this theme called Astra. Now, it's made by independent developers, and it's one of the fastest. It's a very lightweight theme, gives you enough customization and enough support so that you can do pretty much anything that you want on the website. And it's one of the fastest, if not the fastest, in the world through WordPress. Unless you want to go into full on customization and cut down on the code and make it super lightweight, honestly, right out of the box, this Astra theme, A S T R A, it's literally much faster. It's actually faster than any of the WordPress team's um, templates. So keep that in mind is that <laughs> the company that's created this website builder platform, they don't even have themes that are as fast as this one. So when I switched just from like a basic theme to this Astra theme, which is again free, I noticed my speed go from like a 70 out of 100 to like 90 out of 100, just this like one switch. And it's because it's such a lightweight theme Now, if you're watching this many years down the road, who knows, Astra might change, they might make it more complicated, and then it might slow things down. Then you'll have to look at another theme. But okay, what am I getting at here? For this first point is to choose a theme that's very lightweight, okay? Do the research, find one that's lightweight, actually figure out what the page load times are, because this is honestly going to save you a lot of time down the road terms of developing something that's complicated. I've seen convoluted WordPress themes that people put a lot of time and effort into. It's completely customized the code and everything. I've worked with agencies and we'd spend twenty dollars to $30,000 creating a custom theme. And what would happen is it would start to slow down as WordPress updated, as the internet updated. It just couldn't handle things. So I'm sort of against hard coding unless you really know what you're doing. Uh, So I would choose a theme that's lightweight and that should definitely help. And if you can hard code something and make it lightweight, great, do that too. But your theme is critical, okay? So if you're on WordPress, change your theme and make it faster. That's step one. Use Astra or use one that's someone has said on a blog that's super fast test it out because that's going to save you it's going to save you money it's going to give you money so take some time and really look at that next one now i'm basing all of the page speed stats on google page speed okay you can find google page speed typing google page speed you can test out your website find out how fast it is i base it all on that Google kind of owns rankings and SEO, and your speed is going to affect your SEO. So you want it fast, not just for desktop, but also for mobile use on your phone. So it should be be fast for both. Uh, That's what I'm kind of basing all my stats on course, there are other tools. There's Pingdom tools. There's a bunch of different places where you can measure your speed, and it's all free to measure it, so don't go spending a bunch of money to measure your website speed. It doesn't cost anything. Um, Google page speed, when you do the test, will show you, likely, number two here that I'm going to talk about, image compression. Most images are uncompressed. They're big. Uh, if a photographer took the photo, then it could be two to three megabytes in size, it could be five megabytes. It just it could be a massive file. And your website has to load that. So what I would typically do is compress the images. And you can do that through a free tool called TinyPNG, or you could do TinyJPNG pg if it's a jpeg i like png images but you know things are changing different file types are faster now for the internet but google will kind of recommend the options but anyway at the very least you could take your images compress them you can compress them through these compress compression tools online okay don't have to download or install anything just go to them, upload the images, and they'll compress for you. You could definitely increase your website speed just with this one tip alone. It's super simple. You just compress your images or remove the images from your website and cut it down. Okay, number three, server improvements. So this one is kind of, you know, I'm not super techy. I know some technical things, but... You know, when it comes to like my SQL databases, I, I would need to go to IT to figure all this stuff out. It's kinda beyond me. And I'm okay with admitting that. So what I would do for server improvements, because that's another thing that will come up on Google page speed, is your server speed isn't fast enough. Well you can improve this very quickly by contacting your website host. Okay, So maybe you have Bluehost or you're running it on HostGator or GoDaddy's hosting or whichever host platform. Contact your hosting provider. Ask them to clean the MySQL database. Make sure that they're not damaging anything on your website. Otherwise, things get broken. but you know, start by asking, hey, you know, you can go to the chat function and ask the website host. They'll do this all for free because you're paying a monthly plan, anyways. Get your server improved by you know cleaning the database, checking for any other flaws, right? Some websites have been running for decades now. <laughs> I mean it's crazy how many years websites have been running and they haven't really been cleaned, they haven't really been optimized or updated for the modern web, you know, because there's constant updates. So you can contact your host provider for the website and they can improve the server on their end, okay? That could literally improve your server speed. Now, if you understand how to improve the server speed, maybe you can go in and play around with this yourself. Okay, great, then this is all beyond, I mean, this video is not really for you anyway. I mean, you're already way more technically advanced, and all of this stuff you probably will already know when I'm telling you this. So, then you would maybe go in and clean the server yourself. If you can do that, great. I think anytime I've tried to do something like that, I've broken the website. So, I know that that's not my skill set, and I stay away from that. Uh, you know, I'm more in the marketing end or trying to increase sales or get more sales through marketing activities. So that's what I try to stay with. But of course, this stuff kind of overlaps, so it helps to understand some of those technical. Okay, number four, minify the code. Okay, so you have HTML, CSS, all this code that either your template is built out of, or you've added code maybe. Maybe you've tried to make your text red on your website, and you've added some lines of CSS that could maybe help with that. Now, when you're adding all of this code, things start to slow down, or you know the website has to understand what you're trying to tell it. You're trying to direct it with all this code. So you can minify the code. By maybe trying to do things that are built through the theme instead of adding your own code, Um, there's ways to actually copy paste the. If you can, this is a this is a challenging one, but if you understand how to like copy paste the code, you can maybe copy it, paste it into a code minifier, and it will shrink the code down for you, make it very succinct, very complex though. It'll it'll be a string of all these little characters that will be very difficult to understand. But I tried that once and it literally took all my code. It was like hundreds and hundreds of lines of code and it just turned it into like a couple dozen lines. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy how it can just do all of this, can understand it. This is another point. It's kind of dangerous to minify the code because it could break the website somehow. So you could use a plugin, although I don't recommend it because the plugin will actually slow your website down, possibly. You have to kind of be careful. So a plugin, again, we're talking about WordPress plugins here. But yes, you could minify the code. If it's a hard-coded website, this actually is a good approach. Just perhaps minify the code or remove code that is not needed. This is a little bit more technical, but again, you could get an IT person to come in and do some cleaning up. Hopefully, that they don't break it. Uh, number five, the last one: follow Google PageSpeed's list of suggestions. Okay, so they're going to give you more suggestions beyond what I've just mentioned. Okay, they'll talk about image compression. They'll talk about server improvements. They'll give you a bunch of different things that you can kind of check off. It'll give you a little checklist talk about maybe JavaScript, slowing things down. Like it'll tell you what you need to do. And you could actually you could screenshot all this information that Google Page PageSpeed is telling you. And you can solve it yourself or you could pass it off to an IT person and they will address it. And if they can't address it, go find someone who can. Because you can get your page speed up at least to a ninety and above. And it's not too complicated. If you just do these five things, I guarantee you, you'll improve your website speed. I guarantee you, you will see an increase in your sales. Guaranteed. So those are the main five, but I wanna give you some bonus ones. These are more controversial, okay? Not something necessary, but maybe you wanna take it to the next level. Well, this is what I noticed don't use embeds okay this is number 1 do not use any embedding okay number 1 which is of the controversial section don't use any embedding you know where you have your youtube video embedded on your website or other weird Im- embedding okay cuz perhaps your website will have to pull this code out to embed it and actually will slow things down this is this is really digging deep but I'm still gonna throw it out there. When I removed my embeds, I noticed a jump in page speed because oh, like this is less code. So instead, my suggestion is is that you link out. So you link, you add a hyperlink to text, like here's a big video, or you add like a like a button, like a coded button, which doesn't take up as much uh, coding. So you can link out. To whatever it is. That's what I would suggest. Again, controversial because embedding obviously looks pretty and keeps people on your website, which is good. Uh, Maybe if you have like a home page and then have like a secondary page leading to the embed, then that kind of covers it. But we're basically trying to remove embeds from main page loads, okay? Your top page loads should probably have. Like, no embedding. Again, controversial section. Not everyone's going to agree. Not everyone's going to agree with any of what I've said. But, um, again, it's like testing and experimenting to get that next level of your website. Okay, number two, don't use plugins because literally most of the plugins that I've ever used will slow the website down. Even when they say they don't slow the website down, they end up getting updates down the road and adding more uh, things that kind of mess with the website. So you remove any of the plugins that you don't need because slowing down the site is really not necessary. Honestly, most of the websites I've ever built, like I have maybe like at most five, six plugins installed. and when I go in to like, update websites, I'll notice like some of these websites will have like, 20 plugins and they, they're not getting used, they're not, they're not even properly activated or configured, and they're just kind of sitting there and slowing things down. So don't get too obsessed with adding on different functions, right? Because what's more important? Uh, having the page load, or having a bunch of useless things that aren't really contributing to your main goal. So kind of have a look, You know, remove the plugins you don't need. Uh, number three in this controversial section is to skip Google Analytics. Uh, this is really controversial, but you really don't need to analyze your stats every day. But, you know, the most important metric is kind of like sales. There are other things that you can figure out through your website. You don't necessarily need Google Analytics installed. It will slow the site down, but not by much. Okay, this one's a really picky one. To be honest, I'd almost ignore this, but every time you do Google PageSpeed, ironically, they suggest that you don't have Google Analytics installed. This is the most bizarre thing. I don't understand it because it's all Google. Like, just Google suggesting that you don't have something that's important that they made. Uh, this is, this one's kind of hit and miss. I'd say for a more bona fide website, probably having analytics is of value. It has more value than not having it in there. So, uh, but if you're starting out, maybe you're a small business. You really don't need to get too obsessed with analytics. You need to get more obsessed with driving traffic and marketing and having things work properly. That's your more important thing if you're getting started. I mean, these are all important, especially if you're running like an e-commerce business. Then it becomes even more critical that you have things running effectively you're not running an e-commerce business you can probably get away with not obsessing over these things so okay those are my five and then the bonus three because you know i'm just so nice and i just thought i'd add a bunch of additional things to improve website speed you may not agree with them you may but again i'm just sharing what i've kind of learned along the way and All the best in your optimization efforts. Till next time.